if you are a Christian, you are about to have to lay your life down for the gospel. And we're going to talk about that in this video. Welcome to the Movement Church. In this video, we're going to talk about how you're going to have to lay your life down for Jesus. And we're going to answer the question, what can man do? What can man do to you? And that may sound weird or ironic how those two things are happening in the same video, in the same conversation. We're first going to say that we have to lay our life down, that we're going to have to lay our life down for Jesus. And then at the same time, we're going to ask the question, what can man do, right? That's what we're going to talk about. And to get started, I want to go to Psalm 118. And I'm going to read six verses there um, before we start. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Oh, let Israel say, his loving kindness is everlasting. Oh, let the house of Aaron say, his loving kindness is everlasting. Oh, let those who fear the Lord say, his loving kindness is everlasting. From my distress, I called upon the Lord. The Lord answered me. And set me in a large place. Now, some translations also say a uh, large place means a place of freedom, a, a place free of anxiety and stress. The Lord is for me. I will not fear. What can man do to me? That's where we get that question at the end of verse 6. What can man do to me? And if you're a follower of Jesus, if you are a believer and you are uh, a Christian, I want you to say this to yourself. I want you to read verse 6 to yourself. The Lord is for me. I will not fear. What can I... Say it with me. The Lord is for me. Say it. The Lord is for me. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me. I will not fear. What can man do to me? That's what we're going to talk about. What can man do to me? Now, we know that we are to fear the Lord as a Christian. We know that we are supposed to fear God as a believer. There's a holy fear that's on us. It doesn't mean we're scared to approach Him in prayer, but it means that we understand that He is a just God, and He will act justly on those who do unrighteousness. We, we understand that, but we also know that as a Christian, we are covered in the blood of Jesus, that His sacrifice for us uh, covers our sin. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for that. And so we're going to go to 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear or a spirit of timidity, but of power and love and discipline or power and love and sound mind. So we know that God has not given us a spirit that causes us to fear man. Uh, God has not given us a spirit that causes us to fear other things, but God has given us the Holy Spirit in which we fear God. So in life, we are not called to fear man or fear what man can do to us, but only fear the Lord and his justice and his, and his wrath. We fear the wrath of God. We fear God, but we do not fear man. And so whenever I sit here and I tell you that you're going to have to lay your life down for the gospel, you're going to have to lay your life down for Jesus. You're going to have to be willing to do that. And soon you're going to have to do that. Maybe at the end of this video, you will lay your life down for Jesus. And so what does that look like? What does that look like, not fearing man and laying our life down for Jesus? Well, there's obviously the level that everyone talks about. I hear probably at least once every two days, I hear a Christian say, I will lay my life down for Jesus. I will die for the gospel. I will die for the kingdom. And yeah, that sounds all pretty when you're talking about somebody maybe putting something up to your head, threatening to pull the trigger, or 
someone threatening to slice your jugular or something, you know, that all sounds real easy to say. Yes, I would, ne- I would never deny Jesus. But let me ask you something. Are you willing to die to yourself right now for Jesus? Those shows that you watch, that music that you listen to, those things you like to go out and do or the things you like to look at, or maybe that, that act you're, at, you're performing with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, and yet you're not married. Are you willing to die to Jesus in this way, where you lay down all your sin and present it to God and present your body to God and say, here's my body. I, I give you myself as an offering, right? It's easy for all of us to sit here and say that we would die for the gospel, that we would die for the kingdom and for the name of Jesus, but yet we still live in sin. We fear man in the way that we fear what he would, what one man would think of us. What if all my friends on Facebook saw me sharing Christian stuff? What if my friends uh, saw me not, cuss, you know, heard me say that I don't want to say those words anymore. I don't want to cuss anymore. I don't want to go to those places anymore. I'm a new creation. I want to bear the image of Christ. I want to live in righteousness. I don't want to watch that movie. I, um, I don't feel like that's something that I should be watching. I don't feel like that's a good content for us to be indulging in. Are you willing to die to yourself in that way? Are you willing to die for Jesus that way, where you, where you literally destroy your old person? Because if you say you're a new creation and you're born again and you're washed in the water and born, born of the water and of the Spirit, does your life resemble that? Have you died to yourself in which you have laid your life down for Jesus in that way? Did you take up your cross? Did you crucify your actual body? Did you crucify yourself? I'm not talking about somebody else crucifying you for the gospel. I'm talking about have you crucified yourself? Because when you get to the point to where you're willing to crucify yourself for the gospel, it's not going to matter when somebody else comes along and tries to crucify you for the gospel. You've already been crucified. It's not going to matter if somebody comes and tries to kill you for the gospel because you've already done that. You've already let yourself die. You let your body die. That's what baptism, that's what baptism symbolizes. When you go down in the water, you go down with Jesus into the tomb, into the, into the burial, and then you're raised to life just as he was when you come up out of the water. So when you die to G, when you die to yourself, when you die for Jesus, it's not somebody, you know, actually threatening threatening your physical body. Now, for you know, one day that there will be a day that comes when people and it's happening today, people are losing their life for the gospel. But on a on a level where it's like uh, like me and living in the United States, praise the Lord that my life is not in danger at the moment for my belief and for my faith in Jesus. I thank I thank the Lord for the freedom we have here, but. There is an instance still where we have to die for the kingdom, where we have to die for the name of Jesus. So when I say it's easy, it's easy to say that you would give your life over at the point of of, someone holding you with a knife or a sword or a firearm. But what about the fact of dying for the gospel where you lay your life down and you lay down those things that you love to do, even though the word says they're wrong? The word says those things are not fit for one who's going to the kingdom. Jesus said that if one takes hold of the plow and then turns back, that he is not worthy of him. That person is not worthy of him, the one who looks back. So when you give your life to Christ, if you have, and you're you're taking hold of the plow and you're ready to push forward and do the work for the kingdom, are you still looking back? Have you died to yourself? Do you mean it when you say you would die for the gospel, that you would die for Jesus? And if you do mean it, have you done it? 
Have you died for the gospel? Have you laid your life down for Jesus? That's the question we should all be asking ourselves. So when we say, what can man do? If you're a born-again Christian, if you've given your life over to Jesus, man can do nothing. No one can snatch you out of the hand of the Father. No one can take your salvation. No one can take your wisdom. And no one can take the Holy Spirit from you. Once you have Jesus and he has you, you're in his arm, you're in his hand. And so it's just up to you to obey him. Be obedient to the Holy Spirit and do the good work. The harvest is ready, but the workers are few. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We ask that you would just be with us, that you would fill us with your spirit, Lord. Bring us wisdom and help us walk in righteousness to glorify you, God, and only you. For you're the only one who's worthy of the praise. So we give you all the praise. And uh, we just thank you for what you're doing in this earth. Um, and uh, God, we just pray that you, would, that you would continue to heal our hearts and lead us further into righteousness so we can glorify you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great week, everybody.